0: All right, guys, welcome for, where are we at? The 42nd installment of the Unplugged Alpha podcast series. Uh, These are all available, by the way, uh, if you want to listen on iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you want to go, Spotify. It's all out there. Um, I'm joined today with uh, 22-year veteran uh, family lawyer, Jonathan Noble. Um, He's been on the channel a few times. He may be unfamiliar to some newer uh, viewers or or listeners, but... um, I'm going to probably butcher your uh, biography and your resume. So (laughs) maybe take a couple of minutes and tell them, tell them a little bit about your history.
1: Yeah. uh, I practice divorce and family law. I'm licensed in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Rich is right. I've been uh, licensed for 22 years and see, I handle domestic violence cases, divorce, child custody, child relocation, Uh, you know, runs the gamut. That's really the focus of my law practice. So, Uh, I also take consults, uh, you know, across different jurisdictions. I can't give legal advice in other jurisdictions, but I get called for consults once once in a while. And um, so feel free to reach out. Something I can do to help you.
0: Perfect. So um, we're going to be talking about the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp trial. It's been going on for several weeks now. Um, It's not concluded yet, has it? No, we're only 10 days in. And the uh, court is on recess
1: until, I think, the 16th because of a commitment that the judge had before the trial started. So we're on a little bit of a recess here, and I think it's going to resume May 16th, 2022.
0: It is... um... We've got a lot to unpack with this show, so here's what we're gonna do. It may go a little longer than I normally do these shows because there's so many talking points and I wanna make sure we have time for call-ins as well. I'll be dropping the link for call-ins um, towards midway, two-thirds of the way through the show, so if you're watching this live, it'll be in the live chat of YouTube. Um, do you want me to walk you through this roadmap that we have here to sort of like frame this? Because we, uh, well, why don't we start with this? So. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. If you don't know who they are, they're actors. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure most most of you who are watching this right now, know this. Um, they're quite the couple, you know, if we can put it that way. I've, you know, I was reading the Wikipedia pages and I was watching some of the clips that you mentioned from the YouTube channel when we were setting up the show the other day. Um, and there's a lot going on. Um, let's start with uh, like what led up to the de- to the defamation trial because this is. This is not the first instance between the two of them. Um, They met in 2009 on the set of a film when Heard was still dating, um, I think, a photographer, videographer, something like that, a woman. Um, She's bi. She came out as bi um, around the time when they met. And um, apparently, they started dating in 2012. I think Depp was still with the the, uh, kid's mom that he was with. They weren't married, from what I understood um and they started dating around 2012. uh got engaged 2014. she was seen with a, uh, a big fat rock on her finger and they got married in 2015 and they got divorced around 2017. um what's your take on on this you know if you want to hit the first point on the road map here
1: yeah let me just make a quick correction because it's important sure. on the dates wed in february of 2015 and she filed for divorce in may of 2016 so they were married for 14 months and she basically parachuted out with 14 million dollars 7 million of it cash and the other 7 million he covered her uh debts so it's about a million dollars a month that he had to pay out just by saying i do
0: and you know it's kind of funny because i was looking at his timeline and he's um he his first marriage if i'm not mistaken if it was his first marriage was during a time when amber heard wasn't even born like there's about a 23 year age gap between the two of them if i understood that correctly but she's quite a bit younger she actually she actually looked like quite the number when she was younger i've not seen her before in films if i'm honest like it's you know watching the trial her face seems recognizable but when you see the younger photographs of her um, I can see how she caught some eyes, but I don't recall her in any films. Johnny Depp, on the other hand, you know his name. I mean, you've seen him in a bunch of big uh, productions and I'm sure he's got quite the... Uh... Do you know what he's worth?
1: That, I don't know. Someone stole millions of dollars from him. Uh, he wasn't paying attention to it, like a lot of very wealthy uh, people in the entertainment business and yeah. sports uh, superstars. They get ripped off a lot. Uh, and they put the wrong people in charge of their finances. They're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. Depp with drug and alcohol problems. So I don't know what he's worth now. But
0: according I know... to a Google result as of four days ago, it's estimated 150 million. Uh, and he's named one of the highest-paid actors in recent years. Salary his average salary seemed to be about 20 million a year, according to this.
1: Yeah, I heard the number, $22.5 million for the Pirates films. That's what he was getting, Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: Which he lost, by the way, as a result of Hurd's allegations, didn't he?
1: Right. It sounds, based on the testimony so far, that Disney doesn't want to rehire him. Right. And uh, his testimony was the feelings mutual, which is sad. Mm-hmm. You know, he built his franchise, and I'm sure he got a piece of the merchandise if he was smart about it and everything else, so... You know, right now, he's not getting any offers as far as the testimony uh, is telling us. And that's sad. What else is he going to do?
0: Yeah. Well, (laughs) deal with the trial right now, apparently. Yeah. Um, All right. So let's walk through the first point over here.
1: Okay, Uh, The key takeaways from this trial, at least uh, initially, if there's one thing I want anybody watching this to think about, it's that This could happen to anyone, maybe with not with all the zeros behind their name, okay, and with all the money. But there's tons of amber herds walking around out there, hundreds of thousands. And the reason why this case is so important and I think it's important to watch or know about is because it's being televised, right? So if you came to work with me today, you wouldn't be able to see a case where there's this type of woman who took advantage of a guy who may not be as successful as Depp, but since my case wasn't televised, you wouldn't know about it. Here, they're, ho- they're opening the doors to the world and everyone's fascinated. I want you to remember this, that this could happen to you if you're not careful. If you don't vet carefully or you marry the wrong person, uh, you may not pay a million dollars a month for 14 months, but you could be paying a lot of what you own or what you've worked for. And we want you to try to avoid that.
0: So on a on a percentage basis, I'm just curious. So on a percentage basis during the time that you've practiced law, how often do you see like this level of crazy pop up?
1: Uh, often, often. I want to just share a quick anecdote with you. Uh, it's not unusual for me to run into opposing counsel who I'm really facing off against, but there's a lot of mutual respect. And I've had cases where opposing counsel, both men and women, uh, will just come up to me with their palms outstretched towards the sky and say, he married her. He married her. All right.
0: Mm mm-hmm.
1: We're not killing each other. There's mutual respect. We know the ability of the other one, but it's just, that's all I have to say. He married her. So mm-hmm. I want to pass that along. Something guys might not ordinarily say, don't be that guy who married her without carefully vetting. because uh, So it happens often. You can't imagine, especially over the last couple of years with the delays in uh, court with COVID. COVID, you know, kind of shut down a lot of the family courts or slowed them down until they moved to Zoom hearings. So I've had cases where we I might represent guy who gives a great off, you know, great offer right off the bat and she just holds out for more. She wants her day in court. Uh, It winds through the courts and 16 months later, she ends up getting less than what was offered originally. Mm -hmm. You can't force somebody to settle if uh, they're hell-bent on burning the earth. So you want to be careful about that. But to answer your question directly, fairly often, mm-hmm. fairly often.
0: All right, um, yeah, let's hop into these points over here because, I mean, we're looking at what's essentially an apex predator, narcissistic, histrionic, borderline, violent. Um, yeah, I'll let you take it from there because, I mean, you've got some good uh, points here on this roadmap. All
1: right, so uh, she, if you watch the trial or you watch some of the clips from the trial, she. Depp had a target on his back and he had one itis. Right. So she was going to find a way to marry him. He asked her for a prenup, uh, according to some of the uh, things I've read and a postnup. And she got violent on him and she just really uh, spun out of control. That's a huge red flag. So he's already rich. He's already famous. He's a handsome guy, but he's very vulnerable. Why? Because he doesn't have clear boundaries. And uh, she was able to just run away with what she wanted to do. Um, He had drug and alcohol problems that were well documented. And when you lose touch with reality, that's bad. You know, if you don't, if you're not careful, you could end up doing things that are against your better judgment. And when um, you're persuaded by uh, beauty, it's not a good recipe. It's going to end up in a disaster. Mm -hmm. So um it was what i would call the perfect storm for her she had the guy who could really help her in her career uh he's loaded he's a multimillionaire, had an island or maybe still even does have one uh multiple penthouses in the same building uh from all accounts he was very generous too mm-hmm. he let her friends move into the penthouses or it's just insane how generous he was but she really took advantage of him it seems like uh, some of the testimony that's come out so far in the trial indicates all of this was pre-planned. Uh, you know, she recorded him and made herself a victim. And here he is now under a ton of stress. His career is in shambles. And it could have all been avoided if he just took some precautions and maybe listened to those close to him and didn't marry her. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you marry somebody, uh, you're bound to them under the law. She knew it he i think that his uh the mother of his children he wasn't married to so no. you, would, you you would think wow you know he knows marriage isn't necessary to have a family life if that's what he wanted but he fell off the tracks and i well, think he, he's yeah. been
0: married a few times before if i'm not mistaken uh uh dep and makeup artist Laurie Ann and allison were married from 83 to 85 he dated uh jennifer gray uh, when on a rider. Uh, he tattooed her name on his body, by the way. I'm sure he had that covered up since. Um, Vanessa Paradis, uh, Lily Rose Melody. That's a daughter. Um, yeah, but I mean, he like he knew of her for a good. I mean, 2014 was when they got engaged for a good five years before they walked down the aisle. I mean, that that should have been enough time for him to figure out what she was made of.
1: Yeah, but. Even if five years, if he was with, I don't think he was with Herd for five years, but- No, but he knew
0: of her since 2009, but they were started dating in 2012 from what I got from the timeline. So, I mean, he dated her for at least three years.
1: Yeah, and uh, he had—he was blue-pilled. He wanted to marry her. He wanted to uh, make her his wife. Now, in the tattoo that he had, uh, it said, Winona for life, and he mm-hmm. had it shortened to Wino for life. <laughs> <laughs> so come on you know uh, that's not a good decision to start tattooing people's name on your body but look he could do whatever he wants he's a very successful guy I, my heart goes out to him at, at some level you know because he is just agonizing sitting in that courtroom and uh i, I found his testimony credible from what i saw i really did um he's a- an he's ang- an
0: actor do you think there was any acting in that you know just trying to be the devil's advocate both of them are.
1: Yeah. Her her testimony so far, without a doubt, was scripted, mm. uh, acting a lot of from her crying but no tears. And, you know, I just really felt that his was more heartfelt and more honest. So I can't wait uh, when the trial resumes. She'll be on cross-examination. Mm. And uh, his lawyers will really be able to dig in to what she said uh, to try to expose her for what she really is. So... Mm. It'll be interesting. The sad part is it's costing millions of dollars in legal fees, and it could have all really been avoided if he just didn't marry her. He could still have been good to her. But once you bring her in under that state law umbrella of marriage, Mm. uh, she felt entitled as if she could just abuse him, and it seems like that's what she did. They never had
0: any kids together. No, they never had any kids together. She did. did end up having a, a, a kid in 2020, apparently, through a surrogate.
1: Yeah, so she's a mother of a, of a young child. Uh, you know, I don't know if, if you have to go through any sort of psychological testing for that, but no, from yeah, <laughs> with enough money, I guess you can have a sort. I've again. said
0: this before: dumb people and crazy people are outbreeding smart people right now,
1: without a doubt, yeah. without a doubt. You know, they don't think things through. So De- we'll go back to Depp again. You know, his mindset is um wealthy i get whatever i want i get great drugs and alcohol uh you know what's the worst that could happen some guys thrive on a chaos Mm -hmm. it's the violence that i have a real problem with where she's hitting them and um that should never be tolerated nobody should be able to hit another person like that it's just so abusive yeah
0: and and she actually has has a history of violence and there was a dv uh domestic violence charge against her with that woman that she was dating and up until 2009 they dropped it afterwards but there was you know the uh the call made and the charge filed
1: yeah uh, so it'll be interesting to see if the judge allows prior bad acts in as evidence uh in certain uh cases in some jurisdictions uh, that's how, uh, serial murderers get convicted, where if they have a way of killing their victim and it's the same victim after victim, and then they have a case where they, there is no real firm evidence to pin it on this serial murderer. If the murder happened the same way, they can try to introduce past bad acts and show a common plan and scheme. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if they are allowed to get that in chances are her lawyers filed what's known as a motion in limine which means at the threshold before the trial starts to keep that evidence out so um it'll be interesting now with that said uh on H- amber heard's direct examination she mentioned kate moss all right mm-hmm. which is one of johnny depp's former lovers i believe Mm -hmm. And um, when she mentioned Kate Moss, uh, Depp's lawyer gave like he pumped his fist to say, yes, she mentioned Kate Moss. Why did he do that? Mm -hmm. Because uh, opposing side may have filed a motion to eliminate to keep the Kate Moss incident out or any of her testimony out as prejudicial. But once Amber Heard mentions Kate Moss or a Kate Moss incident, it can come in by Depp's counsel in rebuttal, to rebut. She opened the door for Kate Moss, anything Kate Moss related, to be discussed and she could be questioned about it. And now maybe Kate Moss can testify. So they couldn't, yeah.
0: Generally speaking, her counsel would have advised her not to mention that name, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So
0: so she's so like arrogant. She just carries on saying whatever she feels like. It's... You know, it's like that old saying, you know, you give them enough rope, they're gonna hang themselves, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's another reason, and it's a great point. If you really notice when she was on direct examination.
0: Narcissist or like that. Yeah,
1: Yeah. she was nervous, but she was just rambling. She wasn't answering the question directly. Mm. A lot of like stop and go sentences, incomplete sentences. Uh, Her mind was like all over the place. That's really an indication of somebody who's spinning a story. But getting back to uh, her rambling, Depp's counsel didn't object very often as she was testifying. Why? Because they wanted to let her run wild because on cross-examination, they gave her more than enough rope to hang herself. She was saying things that they can really go down the rabbit hole on and uh, they didn't want to stop her. And I don't blame Mm -hmm. them. They, they were smart. Let her talk all she wants. Okay. So, um, okay. So we talked about some key takeaways and I think I made a point early on. This could happen to anybody. The difference is you don't see it. You don't go to family court. You're not in these courtrooms, but this one's being televised and it can really open people's eyes. So, I want to talk a second about, uh, something that you wrote in your book and that I firmly believe is true. Why women with violent tendencies must be avoided. All right. It was one of your red flags, number Number seven. seven. Yeah. Yeah. And you wrote this book before this trial even took place, right? It was back in 2020. Uh, I think that the book came out and one of your red flags, page 59, I got your book right here and I'm, this is not a promo or anything, by the way. Uh, you have that women have violent tendencies are a massive red flag, and the word "massive" is in bold. Of all the red flags in this uh, chapter, there's more bold in this section about avoiding violent women than any other red flag. You've bolded. I haven't made my cl- point clear enough. Avoided all violent women. Bold at all costs! Exclamation point. Mm-hmm. I'm here to underscore that to anybody watching this. It never ends well. Uh, If somebody gets violent, it's not going to end well for you. You're going to end up in a bad situation. Best case scenario I've seen, it's a domestic violence claim. Worst case scenario, it's a criminal action. Aggravated assault, assault and battery, assault. You don't want to be on the wrong end of either of those two.
0: So... um, you also when it it comes to violent women sorry to jump in but when it comes to you know violent women as it comes up in trials or any family law issues that you've dealt with is it is it just showing up during the marriage or are there examples of it leading up to the marriage in your experience from what you've heard with couples that you deal with with divorces
1: yeah i mean it's both Uh, sometimes people will look past it if Mm -hmm. if a guy has one itis and the woman has mental health issues and she's got a lot of anger issues and she thinks it's okay to, you know, hit someone else. Same sex marriages too, men Mm -hmm. and women. Uh, Yeah, I I agree with uh, what you just posted. It's zero wiggle room because it only gets worse. And the more it's done, the more entitled feel. Just walk away. Uh, If you're not living together, it should be easy. Mm -hmm. Block them get away from people who are violent. It's not gonna end well. And is there there a
0: way to establish somebody's violent history by doing some kind of a public record search on them? Maybe they were, like, let's say you're in your 40s, okay? And you're dating somebody that's close to your age, maybe a little bit younger. They've obviously dated for a while. They may have been married previously. They've probably had a relationship or two. Is there a, a, a public record database that you could search for for any charges of like criminal violence, domestic violence, anything like that that would give a guy an opportunity to say, that's it, I'm out. You know, they, like, you know, they get the facts front and center before she even says anything.
1: Yeah, it depends upon the jurisdiction. Or is that How misogyny did- now? <laughs> it depends upon the jurisdiction I was involved in a domestic violence case where uh, the guy, I'm representing the guy, the woman claimed that he assaulted her, physically assaulted her. Uh, so he actually just Googled her and she saw that she had a domestic violence claim against a professional athlete five years earlier mm-hmm. that was denied, that uh, was dismissed. So with prejudice, she couldn't refile it in that jurisdiction. So we discussed it. And so he just did a simple Google search. Some jurisdictions do have those kind of cases. If you know her birthday uh, and you know her exact first and last name, you could look and see. Uh, In many jurisdictions, look up the dockets in that state if you know where she's lived.
0: So there's a registered at the state level, not the federal level.
1: Yeah. Yeah. These are all state state laws. Uh, It might be a little bit more difficult to get a domestic violence claim uh, that they've uh, that they filed, but not impossible. So I would definitely take a look at that. If somebody tells you, look, my boyfriend, I had him like incarcerated. He put his hands on me. Uh, You know, you want to just proceed with extreme caution, Mm -hmm. because as we're going to talk about, it's very easy for somebody to go in and make a claim on a domestic violence case uh, and get a temporary order. Uh, It's too easy in a lot of jurisdictions. So is it
0: is it is it equally easy for men and women or is it just women that it's easy for?
1: Uh, It's equally easy for men and women, I'd say 90% of the cases that I've seen and been involved with, Mm -hmm. uh, when you first go in, it's an ex parte hearing with a judge, ex parte meaning the other side's not there. And then you will tell the judge who's on duty uh, that day, you know, what happened and whether and I'd say 90% or more of the times they get a temporary restraining order or a temporary protection from abuse order. Mm -hmm. And then within 10 days in Pennsylvania's 10 days or 20 days in some jurisdictions, there has to be a final hearing where there has to be a disposition of, is this real or not? And, um, but in the meantime, you can, you're kicked out of your house. As soon as they serve you, Mm -hmm. you don't, you're not allowed to have contact with the person who filed it, even through third parties. So I tell anybody who comes to me, who's been served Get off of social media. If they try to contact you, no way, block them because you're gonna set yourself up for an indirect criminal contempt charge. If your uh, girlfriend or ex-wife or soon-to-be ex-wife feels sorry and said, ah, the kids miss you, we want you to come back, no way, until that is withdrawn and the judge signs a withdrawal form or else they could change their mind and tell the police, look, he violated this temporary restraining order or temporary protection from abuse. I've seen that happen, Mm -hmm. where these people are so twisted, they know how to get you in more trouble. You don't want that. So uh, that's universal advice. If somebody files something like that against you, no contact until the case is resolved, Mm -hmm. uh, because you're going to set yourself up for a world of hurt.
0: Before you carry on to the next point, let me just tell you guys in the ticker below here, um, and if you're listening to it on a podcast, it's entrepreneursincars.com forward slash red dash flags. You don't need to buy my book to get the chapter on red flags. You can get it for free just by opting into my email list. So if you want to grab it, if you haven't seen it, it's there and it's available to you for free. Uh, it's got uh, red flag number seven, which talks about violence. And you know, the other 19, obviously, which are the other ones you want to pay attention to when it comes to uh, dealing with women on a long-term basis.
1: Right on. Um, I want to talk a little bit, about something that people may not realize, but in most domestic violence uh, cases, in most jurisdictions, the burden of proof is not beyond a reasonable doubt. The plaintiff in a domestic violence case or a restraining order case only has to prove their case by a preponderance of the evidence. That's a huge problem. What does that mean? It means that the judge has to believe the plaintiff like 51% versus 49% whereas if it's a criminal case they have to prove their case every element of the case beyond a reasonable doubt so that makes it tough too
0: where preponderance of evidence would be the same as on a balance of probabilities which is what they call it here in Canada yes which yes. is the 51% rule okay right yeah. so
1: It's not really like the same burden of proof as a criminal charge where it's beyond a reasonable doubt. So now you have somebody going with an ex parte hearing with a judge. And then when it goes to a final hearing, it's just like by a preponderance of the evidence. And that's not a high high burden uh, to reach. So if you get a whiff of somebody who's violent or could be violent, out. Don't deal with that. It's not worth it. It is definitely not worth it.
0: It seems like the tables are turning here on this Depp, uh her trial. And the, the, the public or the public opinion seems to be favoring Depp in this now based on what they've seen.
1: Yeah, um, that's another blessing in disguise about this case, because it's opening up the eyes of the public that just because a pretty young woman goes to court and makes an allegation, that doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Now, I wanna tell you from my own personal experience, I've seen hundreds of these cases and I have seen uh, judges, female judges, and sometimes senior female judges who are uh, take senior status, they're over 70 years old, sit in domestic violence court and they don't buy some of the stories. Like you, you might think, oh, it's a woman and a female judge, no way they these judges are very smart and they've seen it all Mm -hmm. sometimes they've seen thousands of cases and even if you've only seen a few hundred cases or even a hundred cases you get you get a good feel whether or not that this person uh has been abused as described under the statute so i think both male and female judges are really getting hip to this stuff and uh, and they should be and i applaud that okay um all right so i want to just talk briefly about if you get served what happens and um, what you should and shouldn't do um usually you're going to get asked you're not going to get asked. you're gonna get forced out of your house in many jurisdictions you have to give up your weapons if you have any firearms and ammunition usually it's given to the sheriff or the local police department Let
0: me me tell you a a quick story. I've got a friend who had a alleged DV charge. This is in the US. I'm not going to mention the state or anything, but he had an alleged DV charge. He didn't do anything. Uh, He lost his firearms. He lost his ability to hold a firearm license in that state for the rest of his life, even though it was proven to be a bullshit claim, right? Like it didn't go anywhere. So that's how severe these things are, right? I mean you know, there's an entire downstream cascade of things that happen. So it's not just, oh, that's a problem for me. She alleged that, but then it went away. There's other things that you can be left with that are residual, you know, issues after the uh, claim.
1: Yeah, I've had cases where my client's uh, medical doctor or an architect uh, claim is completely bogus. Uh, She ends up withdrawing it or it's not uh, granted. And then he gets a letter from the licensing board. Where they want to do an inquiry into what's going on, fitness to practice. Uh, I've had, you know, or someone will file a bogus domestic violence claim and not realize it could have a big domino effect on this person's ability to earn a living. Mm -hmm. And uh, then they say, oh, well, I'll withdraw it. You know, it's a big problem, huge problem. So, uh, but people listen to their friends or they think, I'm angry at him for XYZ. I'm going to go. One thing that tips the courts off a lot is when a woman will go into domestic violence court and file a petition to and name the children uh, as a plaintiff along with the mother. Uh, If there's a custody case pending, that's a huge tip off that this may be bogus because they try to get the dad out of the house and they try to really work the system to angle to give themselves a better custody situation and the judges hate that Mm -hmm. uh you know so if there's a custody case pending and they file to protect the kids as well and there's zero evidence that he could do any harm or abuse the kids in any way that's a tip-off that Mm. or if there's a divorce case pending and he filed for exclusive possession of the marital residence and the case is about to get heard uh in the next month or so she might file a domestic violence claim bogus one to try to get him removed before Mm. it's heard so
0: it's useful too
1: yeah that's used for the wrong reasons um i don't know if anybody watching this has ever been accused or ever been to domestic violence court or protection from abuse court but There could be 25 cases in a day uh and uh, you know just the volume of cases in some jurisdictions big cities uh you could have 25 30 cases and they go quickly and you got to be super prepared make sure you show up ready to defend yourself you should have a lawyer if possible they'll know the local rules uh they'll know the rules of evidence i see a lot of pro se litigants get tripped up because they don't know the rules of evidence and what can be admitted in evidence and how to cross-examine. So hire the best lawyer you can afford. And if you can't afford a lawyer, two suggestions. One, go to local legal aid office and ask them if they'll defend you in a domestic violence case. Or two, some bar associations have like modest means program where you might be able to get a younger lawyer, but at least you'll have a lawyer of record So you don't have to go in alone and just hope for the best. That doesn't usually work out too well. Mm, Um, One thing in the Heard Depp case that blew my mind is uh, based on some research that I did. Heard allegedly demanded that Depp meet her economic demands or she would file a domestic uh, uh, violence petition against him. This is really outrageous. This is coercion. This mm-hmm. is you meet my demands. I think she wanted $100,000 a month or for attorney fees and then a black Range Rover and occupancy of all the penthouses or I'm going find... to That should be like brought right to the judge's attention because that should There was a list
0: of her. that much like specifics to I want a black Range Rover?
1: I think I think so. It was a wow. Range I think it was a black Range Rover or she had a black Range Rover that he was paying for and she wanted to keep it. Uh, It was in one. It's online. It was on one of the uh, it was on one of the websites, a letter that her uh, first lawyer wrote to his lawyer at the time, not the lawyer that handled his divorce. But I found that to be shocking. Any judge that would read that, uh, that would decide their domestic violence case would probably throw out her claim and maybe bring the D.A. in to file a perjury because Mm -hmm. you're signing all this under oath. Uh, But. That's absurd, you know, to make these kind of demands and get away with it is is just absurd. I'm not sure how hard he fought against her domestic violence claim, whether he uh, agreed to a, a domestic violence order without admission or whatever. But I would have fought it tooth and nail if I were him. Was maybe the, he was exhausted.
0: Wasn't the DV allegation trial heard in England, if I'm not mistaken?
1: I, I don't know if that was a dV case, but it was another defamation case where he was suing uh, the Sun or some other publication that uh, really sullied his name. Oh, that and was
0: the Washington Post issue
1: right. well, the Washington yeah. Post did it, and he's suing he was able to get venue in Virginia where the Washington Post has servers, mm. so he passed the minimum contacts test because. So-
0: because this trial is about his uh reputation like it's a libel case it's not about divorce it's not about dv it's about her running her mouth basically right look like this yeah
1: right and if you read the article it's online that i think was posted in december of 2018 she doesn't name him specifically but you can infer from the article she's talking about him Mm. and um that hurt him you know that really hurt him so It'll be interesting to see how everything falls out, but uh, ounce of prevention worth ten tons of cure in this case, if he just didn't yes. do it, he didn't marry her so um, unfortunately, there's very little recourse against someone who files a false domestic violence claim if they lie on the stand and get caught the D.A. would have to press perjury charges against them because everything that they testify to is under oath. And most D.A.s are so busy with other things. It's possible, but it's rare and something should be done where if somebody files a false domestic violence claim that they should have a penalty if it's dismissed uh, or, or not granted because there's yeah. too many of them.
0: Do they do they bring up the issue of the um... What does she say exactly? I can't remember the exact language, but it's something along the lines of nobody will believe you because you're a man. Like, has that come up yet?
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, he, that was, I think he recorded her saying that. Mm. And there's a lot of women who believe that to be true. Mm. And that tide is turning there. Mm. Uh, Judges look at a lot of these cases as quote push and shove cases. They're not abuse. Um, I know when I see somebody walking into a courtroom with uh, hand marks on their neck, or like re- a big black eye, you know, mm-hmm. that still hasn't come down. Uh, that that is that person's been abused. But mm-hmm. there's other ways where people can file abuse charges, and you know you have to know the laws in your jurisdiction. In PA, for example, one of the ways is to put somebody in imminent fear of serious bodily injury. All right, so just by like pushing them out of the way so you can get out of the apartment or the house is not putting someone in imminent fear of serious bodily injury. Uh, so, but so that won't stop someone from uh, filing a domestic violence claim that you now have to deal with. They don't get granted when you're just like getting yourself out of a bad situation.
0: Mm. I do.
1: I do want to mention one way that I see guys get tripped up and that is, um If you're going through a breakup and you continually text or harass somebody, okay, you can get tripped up in a domestic violence case uh, if you say anything threatening or you continually contact that person for no legitimate reason. Uh, You don't wanna do that, okay? You don't wanna put them in in any kind of fear. If you break up, it's over, okay? okay? Walk away. Walk if you have away. crazy
0: coming at you like texting you multiple times blowing up your phone calling it keep those records do not delete them
1: yeah uh if you are served with a domestic violence or a temporary restraining order and the other person calls you at, or the other person texts you or the other person reaches out to you on whatsapp or any of mm-hmm. the other bring that in don't respond but bring it in with you and say look judge this is a person who's afraid of me. This is a person who's in imminent fear of serious bodily injury, wanting to get together. And Heard reached out to Depp while his temporary restraining order was in place. And foolishly, I think he went to see her, but nothing came of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to read quickly. For, I got the statute from PA on this: what abuse is. Uh, so it's got to be one or more of the following acts between family or household members, sexual or intimate partners or persons who share biological parenthood. So your baby mama or right. your former intimate partner, anybody. Uh, so I said, placing another in reasonable fear of imminent serious bodily injury that comes up all the time. Don't do that. Don't threaten anybody and don't put it in writing. You can't imagine how many cases I see where the guy will write, I effing hate you. I can't wait to see you. My 12 gauge is ready for you. Like, mm. don't, don't do that. All right. It's going to be a slam dunk against you. It doesn't
0: uh, it doesn't actually take that much. I have a I have another friend who going through his divorce, like his wife cheated on him and he got pushed to his like he like she crossed the bottom line and he and he snapped and all he said in response to her uh, agitating him because she was talking about, you know, her promiscuity and the cheating and, you know, what levels happen. He just took his finger and he put it in his, put it close to her face and said, "You're a fucking liar," and that was enough for her to call the police and get him hauled away. Yeah. that's all it took.
1: Yeah, the police uh, there's not they don't hold court on the porch, you know. She'll yeah. file that and get it, the guy will get hauled away. Um, another way you can get tripped up, at least in this jurisdiction, is the infliction of false imprisonment. So if she wants to leave. And you stand by the door, false imprisonment. You got to let her go. What are you doing? Don't do that. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Knowingly engaging in a course of conduct or repeatedly committing acts toward another person, including following the person without proper authority under circumstances, which place the person in reasonable fear of bodily injury. All right. Uh, It's like a stalking statute. Don't park in front of the apartment building where she lives or her home or where, don't go to where she works. You're going to get netted by the language in this statute. If it's anything like this statute that I'm reading from, uh, don't do that. Uh, it, you're going to lose, walk away. That's why you have to have an abundance mindset and don't deal with crazy. If uh, she doesn't want to be with you and isn't hell. Yes. About being with you, let it go. Let it go. Uh, because you don't want to get tripped up by this. It's not worth it. It's not worth the aggravation. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, there's other factors here, too. Serious bodily injury, obviously involuntary, deviant sexual intercourse, sexual assault, uh, incest with or without a deadly weapon. I mean, I I shouldn't have to tell you, if someone is not gung-ho to be with you, forget it. Yeah, this is crazy. Don't even mess with it. You don't need the charges. You don't need this kind of charge. You don't want criminal charges. Be smart about it. And you know what that feels like. Um, all right. Uh, so again, you're going to know your lo- the laws in your jurisdiction. You're going to try to avoid crazy. Everybody's got a cell phone today. Pretty much everybody. Use it. Use it. Uh, if you're in a situation, yep, yeah, right there. She's
0: coming at you just... Take take step backwards. Put your hands out. Take step backwards. Leave the room. Just demonstrate on video that you're the one retreating. You're the one that's cool. Let her let her blow her top.
1: Right. Exactly. I can't tell you how many cases where the judge will say, "Give me that phone. Let me take a look at that." Yeah. Uh, and um, the, and the case gets dismissed. How much
0: so, How much video evidence or audio evidence was shown in the trial so far? I know there was some audio recordings, but was there anything beyond that?
1: There was video where she planted a camera and then agitated him. Uh, And then he saw the camera and he got really mad. Mm. Uh, So she had all this planned out. She's a a schemer, a narcissist. She's got this whole thing planned out. I saw quite a bit of video, uh, a ton of audio, uh, including the audio that you mentioned earlier, that they're never going to believe you. Well, guess what? Right now, it looks like most people are believing him, mm-hmm. and uh, I hope he gets a good uh, a good result. Uh, I just want to mention one other thing that's really important as we're talking about it. Words matter, all right? Uh, especially words that you text or email or whatever. Words from your phone or your email address really matter. So don't share your passwords with anybody. Uh, some schemers will try to say, yeah, he's. This email came from his phone, or he's the one that texts it. Then you have the burden of proof to, you know, show it's not you. Don't leave your stuff lying around. Don't give your lover your password if there's any chance that they are twisted enough to try to frame you, uh, as we're seeing in this case. So, words matter. All right. Don't don't uh, put yourself in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, We talked about whether if your ex or current lover has a past of uh, violence or tendencies or former domestic violence claims, huge red flags.
0: Uh, What about the issue with with like family members that that warned him about her before they got married? Like purportedly his own daughter didn't want to attend the wedding because of what she felt about Amber Heard?
1: Yeah, I mean, he had people very close to him. And he didn't listen. So narcissists like to isolate people too. Mm -hmm. They want their reality, however crazy and false it might be, to become your reality. And she just kept beating him down, beating him down. And then he just wouldn't listen to anybody. So don't let yourself get isolated. Keep an open mind, open eyes, open ears. Uh, So many people fall into a trap where they get ensnared, and they get love bomb. she love bombed the heck out of him mm-hmm. and then uh she was terrible to him and started hitting him she's a i've seen it happen you don't have to be johnny depp to have this happen to you so word to the wise always keep your boundaries strong uh, mm-hmm. it, it'll serve you well um all right so we talked about if you get served and uh try to uh, hire the best lawyer you can. Some jurisdictions, including one of the ones that I practice, they have a Friend of the Court program if you get uh, served with a domestic violence claim or protection from abuse, where experienced lawyers will volunteer maybe once a month or once every other month to try to resolve these cases before they go in for a hearing. A lot of the cases can be resolved by an agreement of the parties without having somebody have a conviction on their record. Uh, so. You know, I've served as a friend of the court. I'm currently serving now in one of the jurisdictions, and it's amazing. So if you get served, ask, is there a neutral lawyer, a volunteer lawyer? Because you can't represent both parties or really either party once you talk to both of them. But maybe you can come to an agreement that the court will approve, that the case will get dismissed. And a lot of cases get dismissed that way. If the, let's say it's a woman who thinks about it again, uh, after she sees, maybe she'll sit in a few hearings and realize mm-hmm. I don't have a case. We'll bring her. She'll come back out. She'll find a friend of the court uh, or a neutral advocate. We'll write up the dismissal. Judge will bring her in and on on the record say, did anyone threaten you to dismiss this case? Does anyone promise you anything? They'll get it all on the record and the case will get dismissed. So that's another option if your jurisdiction has experienced friends of the court lawyers, that'll come in and maybe get uh, get some of the cases uh, cleaned up. So uh, I've seen guys not show up after they've been served. Don't do that, don't do that. Uh, If you're a defendant in a domestic violence case, you are entitled to a hearing within a very short period of time. Usually it's 10 days, some jurisdictions, 20 days. You can The defendant can always ask for a continuance if they want to bring witnesses in or if they want to get a lawyer and they haven't had enough time where the plaintiffs aren't allowed a continuance most often because the court doesn't like it when the defendant is out of the house or he's in limbo and he's ready to try his case. Mm-hmm. So if you're a defendant and you need a continuance, almost always they'll be granted. Um let's talk about some of the things Mr. Depp missed uh personality traits and this is this is why he is where he is right now she's a narcissist i think she was diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder histrionic personality disorder and other mental health issues
2: mm-hmm.
1: her chronic need for attention and validation so if you're a guy watching this especially a young guy without a lot of experience and your significant other is in constant need of validation. Red flag, red flag. Uh, it could point to bigger troubles. Uh, she love-bombed him early in the relationship. He'd come home from work. She, and If he took off his own boots, she'd yell at him. That's my job. You're, you know, my world. Be careful about that stuff. Um, she indoctrinated Depp into her world, which is really pretty much standard protocol for narcissists. Uh, she really just sort of changed his reality or, or he allowed himself to be tangled up in her crazy mindset and he didn't stop it
0: yeah, that's a frame thing you know it's it's you know in every relationship one enters the other's frame and I've said this for some time it's it's incredibly important that you lead the relationship and that she enters your frame but um Clearly, Johnny Depp wasn't that guy, man. He was, he was too plugged into nonsense. I mean, he, like, I mean, he was smart enough not to get married to the last relationship. I mean, the mother of his kids, he didn't even get married to that one, but Amber Heard shows, shows up and uh, boom, he's got, a, he's got a change of view on, on things, but why? Like, what's so special about her? It's clearly something that she did during the dating phase that persuaded him to marry her when it was unnecessary.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Everything that she did and most narcs do is calculated for you to serve their needs and desires. I don't know if anybody watching this has ever dated a narcissist. I did. Oh yeah, we all have at some point. And when you look back and see how everything was calculated and everything was about them, you never forget it. So when you see it the next time, hopefully you didn't marry him, but hopefully the next time you're able to pick up on it with great radar. Um, She used him as a tool for her own benefit. It's crystal clear Mm -hmm. with this hindsight, what she did. Uh, I believe she was planning her exit from day one. That's an arc.
0: She has a history of doing this, especially recent recent history, like, you know, going from Johnny Depp to Elon Musk, because that was the next guy that she dated. And by the way, if you haven't read the interview, that Neil Strauss did for Rolling Stone with Elon Musk shortly after he broke up, or sorry, shortly after she dumped Elon Musk. He's he's a train wreck, right? Like the guy's a world-class weapon when it comes to entrepreneurship and building businesses that are successful. Yet during the interview, Strauss talks about how he was basically on the ground, like in this ball of tears, essentially talking about how he could barely function because it was around the time of the Model 3 launch, if I'm not mistaken, but it was a new car launch and he said he could barely handle it. Like he had to pound back Red Bulls to like, you know, get the energy to stand up and go and do all that. Like this is the destructive effect that narcissistic women can have on a men's life, right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I've seen it many times. Um, Her chronic misuse of anger, red flag. If you're dating someone and they blow up for no apparent reason or way beyond, uh, anything that would be considered reasonable or too often, or you feel eggshells. Yeah. Don't hang around. She bullied him, especially when he, he was most vulnerable. The guy was, you know, he made some bad life decisions about drugs and alcohol, but she definitely bullied him. Uh, she was very unregulated in terms of her anger uh emotionally abusive huge red flag huge so if you're watching this and that describes your significant other your your girlfriend your fiance you better think about this because it's uh prevalent it happens all the time
0: um was she a known liar i think you know most narcissists are aren't they yeah i think that she they kind of go hand in hand
1: She thinks she's above the law. She like smuggled two Yorkies into Australia without having the dogs quarantined.
0: Who does that? They had to make a big public apology for that. Apparently it was like the highest profile case Australia ever had to deal with.
1: Right, and she probably loved the limelight, but that's just stupidity on her part. But that's, you know, a NARC, they don't think they're wrong. They think they're above the law. They think they're better than everyone else the problem for Depp again is once you marry her, she, she, uh, she pooped in his bed. I mean,
0: <laughs> Oh yeah. Incredible. We didn't, oh yeah. We didn't talk about Amber turd yet. Did we? Yeah. There was, no. um, uh, there was a turd that she decided to lay on Johnny Depp's side of the bed after he left due to the conflict when she was beating him, you know, purportedly he went to one of his condos in Hollywood and just stayed there. And, uh, <laughs> I think he said somebody had to notify him that there was a, a turd on his bed. And, um, you know, the uh, somebody in the trial said, well, how do you know it wasn't like one of the dogs? He's like, well, I've picked up Yorkie shit before. It's quite small, like this was human.
1: Right. Uh, I had a case a long time ago where the guy was a car guy and he bought and he ordered a uh, 911 Targa it's a Porsche car Mm -hmm. I think the middle roof somehow came off yeah right so he gets this car and he's going to a wedding with his wife of like maybe 18 months or a year and he had a rule like nobody can drink anything in the car unless it's bottled water Mm -hmm. I don't want anything else in the car he really it it was like his prized possession Mm -hmm. and um, he's driving to a wedding they're fighting and she Reaches into her handbag and she opens up a thing, a nail polish, and she starts to polish her nails in his car. Mm-hmm. And not only did that really tick him off, but the fumes really gave him a headache. Long story short, that was the last time he filed for divorce like a week and a half later. It was building to that. Mm-hmm. And she was so passive aggressive toward him. And she knew it would hurt him. And she knew the smell bothered him. And she knew she was in his prized possession. I had camel color seats, if I remember right. She had this red nail polish. She didn't spill any, but he was unnerved by it to the point of saying, "That's got. It. That's not right." And the, he
0: realized the correct thing to do in that scenario, gentlemen, is pull over, get the fuck out right there. It doesn't matter where it is. Get the fu- when she crosses a bottom line that you've set, especially with something that matters to you like your car speaking as a car guy obviously get the fuck out that's it
1: so uh you know she did that's that came to mind when i when i heard that is that as bad as pooping in a bed it's pretty close yeah you know that kind of passive aggressive just sick to do that to somebody that you allegedly love ah he best movie ever made uh his whole life changed for the better after that um All right. Heard pathologically defensive and blame shifting, like just to see her on the stand, talk about how she lived the life with Johnny and and all this was his fault. And She just can't put a whole sentence together that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine what the transcript of that case is going to read, like with her stopping and starting and bringing in extraneous words and extraneous things that happen. It's just woe is me. I'm the victim. He's all at fault. No one's going to buy that. I don't think the jury's going to buy it either. So
0: um, there's a note here. Sorry, I'm not sure if we glossed over it, but Heard refused to sign a prenup or postnup like it was a complete refusal.
1: Yeah. From and, what I've been able to ascertain and he proceeded uh, he br- anyway. That's a yeah, leg, big time. Yeah. And now this guy's got good lawyers. He's got business managers. Uh, he's been in relationships before. What was he thinking? He's got
0: kids. Yeah. He's got
1: kids. What was he thinking? And I saw testimony from uh one of his witnesses, I think his financial guy, that said her original demand was five million, and then she wanted five million five hundred thousand, then she wanted six million, then she wanted seven million. And when he said yes to the seven million, then I want him to take a hundred percent of the thirteen and a half million dollar debt. Uh all of it i don't want to have to deal with any of that debt that was yeah her debt but any debt that was accrued during the marriage is a marital debt so if he owed money for whatever and she's spending over 100 grand a month on wine uh so she didn't want to have to deal with any of that Mm -hmm. uh but i've seen that in cases where you get a narcissist on the other side they'll make a demand and then they never stop so we say look no that's the uh, if that's your uh, demand this is what we'll do if not it's going to go to trial uh didn't, because it
0: never ends didn't johnny depp's former uh lovers or wives all step forward and i don't know swear an affidavit or something to the effect that they were never abused by him they never had any domestic violence issues he wasn't abusive or anything like that yeah like, that I don't would be know. useful in the trial
1: i don't know if a judge would let now remember hearsay is an out-of-court statement made to prove the truth of the matter asserted. Mm. So if it's an out-of-court statement and the author of an affidavit is not in court to be cross-examined on that affidavit, it's not coming in. Uh, so now a trial dep- you could take a trial deposition either by both parties agreeing or by asking the court, and that can be brought in, because they have the opportunity to be cross-examined during a deposition. But uh, just like a written affidavit, unless the person is allowed to go in and testify, uh, it can't come in. In a lot of jurisdictions, they don't even allow police reports to come in unless the police officer is available and comes into court to testify. Because... you're in a in the crucible of cross-examination. They don't just allow some jurisdictions do allow police reports. Some jurisdictions will allow the police officer to testify uh, either via Zoom or telephonically if he's on duty or he's out of out of town or whatever. But just a police reporter alone without having the officer there uh, is usually not allowed in most jurisdictions.
0: So so apparently uh, Winona Ryder and um, Vanessa Paradis uh, said that Johnny Depp, this is in the news, so this is in media outlets. This is not a court document, but they've, but they've stated publicly that, um, like Vanessa was with him for 14 years. I don't know how long Ryder was. I think it was a few years, but both of them stated publicly that he was never abusive and it's impossible to believe her claims.
1: Right, um, okay, well, Again, it's going to be up to the court, it'll be up to the judge to make a ruling on the evidence, what comes in and what come is not allowed in. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that opposing counsel, before the trial started, filed a motion in limine to try to exclude testimony from his former, uh, you know, the mother of his children, and maybe Winona Ryder, and maybe Kate Moss, and maybe mm-hmm. others. But once... Heard testifies about any of those people, now the door is open uh, to bring them in and have them submit testimony or show up. Judge would probably allow them to testify if they're in California via Zoom uh, to let the jury hear it. So mm-hmm. that that was a good a good thing uh, that that uh, Heard kind of really tripped up her own defense. Um, I want to just talk quickly about If you listen to the recordings from her uh, that she made, they were intended to control the way the world sees her and uh, as a victim and control the way in which Depp would see himself. You know, if you're vulnerable and people tell you over and over, you're a loser or stop hitting me, even though he didn't hit her, you know, you start to wonder your own reality. Mm -hmm. And that's very common in narcissistic abuse they gaslight you you know they say things and they'll deny saying it she was setting him up for this uh the sad part is narcissists like to ruin people that they're with even they'll bite the hand that feeds them look how good he was to her you know take the bogus uh domestic violence claims out of the equation she she's like living in the penthouses. She's traveling around the world. She's with him on the island. Uh, I'm sure being connected to him somehow helped her career. Uh, She's got access to the best agents and lawyers and like. But if she's twisted inside and she's a narcissist, she's going to think about how to bring him down uh, and then go on to the next one. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure how she got access to some of these like elon musk or james franco i mean i saw a video on an elevator where they were together it's Mm -hmm. bizarre it's bizarre here's the point i'm going to go back to this to anybody watching this you don't have to be johnny depp to get tangled up with someone like an amber heard it might not she might not look like amber heard but the personality is the same all right and if you don't know what to look for or you're not careful you're going to bring somebody in. You're going to move somebody in, possibly. And you're going to find yourself in a world of hurt. And we'd like to try to avoid that from happening to you. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I don't know if, uh, it's, if any of your audience have seen the movie Gone Girl. It's a movie from maybe 2010 or 2012. It was a Ben Affleck movie. And, yeah, I haven't um, seen it. All right. He's married to a toxic narcissist and she stages her own murder. Mm-hmm. I mean, she uh, draws blood out of her veins and spreads it all over the floor. Uh, you see a lot of the same similarities in this case. Completely emotional dishonesty, okay, in, this, in the movie. And I think in this case, uh, very calculating, diagnosed personality, borderline personality disorder, sociopathic. She was a narcissist in the movie. Same thing we're seeing here. Always overreacts, projects projection of emotions is extremely exaggerated. Same here in this depth case i heard just crazy. you listen to the recordings and she's nuts. She's gotten nuts and he's got to put up with it. Why? Because he's married to her because he's mm. married. He can't make an exit or get her out of his life. Uh
0: I can't I can't stress this enough guys like it's it's very easy to march into the slaughterhouse of marriage and it's very difficult to untie that knot and it's it's even more difficult when you're dealing with scenarios like children or if you're married to a psychopath like you know amber turd you're 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 gonna like there's gonna be collateral damage on the way out a lot of it in some cases so why invite that complexity you know if you don't need to I mean you can be with a woman, just don't marry her. Don't, don't invite the state into your life. Don't invite the state to make decisions for you. Don't, you know, right. don't invite crazy in your life. It's like, I don't know, like pay attention, guys.
1: Right. It's not only about the money. It's also about if you're married, you can't get her out of your living space either that easily. You can get uh, thrown
0: out of your own living space and she stays in it, right? Yeah. There's I see all kinds kid- of things that can go.
1: Cases, I've seen cases where a guy will invite a single mom who's crazy into a house that he built mm-hmm. and he's lived in alone for a few years and next thing you know, she's getting him out. Uh, it's not, and, it's not good.
0: And then you're on the hook to pay for kids that didn't even come out of your nuts. They're right. Some, and, some other guy's kids,
1: right? You got it. Uh, manipul- manipulative with a lack of remorse, dishonesty, uh, striking charm. That's that's uh, Amber Heard, in this case, to a T, totally manipulated. Yeah, you
0: can see it in the video. Uh, It's clear as day.
1: Absolutely. Uh, All right. So here's seven criteria that I picked out uh, that describes these antisocial people. Violation of the law. So she's bringing Yorkies into Australia. She's probably done other things uh, that were mentioned in the trial. Deceitfulness. Very impulsive. Irritability and high level of aggressiveness. I think the video recordings to date in the trial show that. And She's hitting them and she's just very irritable. Here's a big one. Lack of remorse. If you're dating someone and they can never apologize or see what they're doing wrong, that's a huge red flag. Uh, they're going to do something to you and they could care less. That's a big problem. Uh, consistent irresponsibility. I mean... We've seen that so far in the trial. We've I've seen it in cases just lavish living off of someone else's back. That's what's going on here. Um, These are these behaviors are usually so ingrained that the person accepts them as completely normal and has no desire to change them. That's that's what we see in this case. That's what you see if you get tangled up with one of these folks. They are never wrong. They just keep doing the same things and you have to take it because why? Because you're married to them. I've had cases uh, where the woman will tell the guy it's cheaper to keep me than. uh, And, you know, how do you think, you know, that is just so cruel. They know they're wrong. They won't admit it, uh, but they know the law is on their side.
0: So there's um, there's a few therapists that I've talked to that have that have Overtly stated that they don't treat people that are diagnosed with narcissism because they're impossible to deal with Like if 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 a therapist won't deal with somebody with this condition, why would you marry them?
1: <laughs> right think about well, that because you're trauma bonded to them, right? Because your your captain save them <coughs> and uh, you feel responsible or <sighs> They say they'll change, but they never do. It's really ugly. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if you've never tangled with one of these people, you're not gonna be able to believe it, but it's true. And they're everywhere. So word to the wise, uh, do your homework and make sure to the greatest extent possible. I know nothing's 100%, but I I just shake my head sometimes when I see the things people do to themselves. So don't do that. Um, heard, uh, former accusations again of abuse against her former assistant. She had a very monotone dry assistant testify earlier in this case. She paid the assistant $25 an hour, uh, to, and she abused her, you know, it was a single mother. It was just terrible. And You know if you see somebody treating somebody with that kind of disrespect or abuse it's just a matter of time before it comes your way uh trust me on this it happens all the time um she said that she was going to donate seven million dollars three and a half million to the aclu who was going to make her you know their spokesperson for domestic violence and three and a half million to the children's hospital of uh la and the testimony uh contradicted that she did not uh donate that kind of money
0: what a virtue signal eh? totally being being, being the chairman of a domestic violence <laughs> charity when you're like the fucking poster girl of it of a fraud
1: yeah um she acts for the cameras if you looked at any of the videos from the trial yeah. uh somebody took a picture of her blowing her nose and she waited until she the paused picture... yeah,
0: yeah for the photo op yeah yeah,
1: yeah red flag red flag loves the attention needs to fight um seeking compassion from the audience most narcs you know they'll go to anybody that'll listen to them woe is me oh i've had such a tough situation he's such a bad person uh horrible sometimes they change their looks too it's Mm -hmm. like a personality thing with narcs they like to change the way they look um yeah It's just incredible what we're seeing. And it's such a blessing in disguise because maybe it will educate people around this is real. I mean, it happens all the time. And I'm telling you, as a divorce lawyer and someone that's seen this in many cases, don't let that be you. Don't be deaf. All right. Um,
0: Don't be deaf. There's going to be T-shirts made. Don't be deaf. Yeah.
1: Um, I want to just talk for a second about just a different subject uh there was a posting done where jason Sudeikis served his the mother of his child i don't know if it's his ex-wife or not While oh yeah she,
0: she was on stage yeah
1: right uh and just clarify that pro- he she probably refused service somehow she lived in a gated community or she wouldn't accept service by certified receipt uh restricted mail and usually sometimes Process servers don't get paid until they uh, perfect service. So process servers are like honey badgers. They're gonna find that person and they're gonna get paid. Uh, so they figured out where she worked and they had a server. So she did it to herself by refusing service. Chances are, he probably told the process server, just serve her from home or wait till she gets home. She, You tell the process server, this is where she lives. This, this, this is what she drives this is what she looks like and you and these are her hours usually but if she lives in a gated community or she won't open the door uh and there's no adult there to accept service depending upon jurisdiction they just went to where she worked Here, and here's how, on her.
0: here's how long drawn out that scenario is is that jason was married according to this wikipedia page from 2004 to 2010 to her and we're in 2022 right now 12 years later, he's still dealing with this bullshit and he has to serve her while she's standing on a stage. I mean, you know what? Do what you got to do, you know, do whatever you got to do to wrap it up.
1: Right. Absolutely. Now, many custody cases, you're dealing with that stuff until the child emancipates, uh, which in most jurisdictions is the time they reach the age of majority. Then no court can tell them where to be uh, unless they have a special need. Uh, but so the kid turns 18. But in the same jurisdictions, you're still paying child support sometimes until they're 21 or 23, till they mm-hmm. graduate from college. So you have no control over where the kid is because uh, no one can tell them. And you're right. You know, the kid, this could be going on for years. It's very unfair. Mm-hmm. But so if you're going to have children with someone, you don't even have to marry them. This could be you and the point is don't let this be you don't do that vet carefully nothing's a hundred percent but you can't imagine these guys are drugged they're brought back into court or the mother of the child won't comply with the custody agreement and the dad has tickets to take the kid to wherever on a Mm -hmm. trip on vacation out of the country and she's got the passport and they and the flight is two days away it's just crazy so think about it think carefully
0: do you want to um do you want to move to some q a and i got another example of crazy i wanted to share with you guys i think you're gonna like it
1: absolutely sure
0: all right so um i just want to make sure that you hit on all the points Did you have anything else that you missed or do
1: uh no i think we really hit home that you know all the points the most important point is don't think that this can't happen to you you're not deaf and she's not heard all right (laughs) happens all the time
0: all right so i'm gonna drop the join link in the live chat for those of you that have uh questions uh on tonight's topic um the link will be pinned at the top which is there now on the live i want to share a quick video here uh i heard on the radio you guys know that i uh have shared these ghosting segments before um some of you guys are a little offside and you think they're fake. I'm going to show you one that it's not fake, and all the ones that I've posted in the past are not fake, trust me. Uh, this is a crazy, this this is an example of crazy. Um, and like crazy is so crazy and unaware of itself that it will actually call in on a radio show for the entire world to see the crazy. So let me just throw this up on the screen because there is a clip a video clip with audio so boom 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 there it is and let me just play this back at slightly faster speed so we're not sitting here for eight minutes straight and here we go just, just listen to this
3: yeah uh well i didn't go there okay uh why, like, can you explain? Yeah, yeah, why, why haven't you called her though <laughs> i didn't call her um well i didn't call her because i have a girlfriend Hey, let's welcome Charlotte to
2: ghosting!
4: Hello! Hello, Virgin Radio!
2: Charlotte's (laughs) energy is infectious and awesome. Charlotte, welcome to the show. We're so excited. Nutters are always infectious and awesome, aren't they? Let's just listen. Excited to have you here, except for the fact that it's ghosted, which isn't great, Uh, but yours is a bit unique because you don't believe that you were actually ghosted just yet.
4: No, not just yet.
2: So tell us what Um, happened. What's this deal with this guy, Liam? Well,
4: I've kind of fallen for somebody, and I'm pretty sure he feels the same he's just kind of you know he's i feel like he's playing hard to get okay but you know i kind of like that game and i i usually win
0: <laughs> first thing she said there was i like that game and i usually win right narcissist <clears throat> this is you know this is how they think this is how they behave you know they think that they're above everything <laughs> so hard to get
4: he's not calling you back
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right I've, I've played that game too yeah. hey listen so so tell us about the story with this guy liam
4: well his like he said his name is liam and I met him on a work retreat last week. Oh. Yeah. I mean, he works in a different office than I do, so, you know, doesn't really break that role. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, so that was actually my first time meeting him. Okay. Um, we just, oh my gosh, we clicked instantly. Huh. And we were basically inseparable the whole time. Oh. I know. <laughs> I know. So that's why I say he didn't really ghost me. I mean, I gave him my number, but he just hasn't used it yet.
2: Okay, so, so now a call
4: from you guys would be a really cute way to start a song. So literally
2: this is just like, you know, when your battery dies in the winter, you're just yeah. looking for a jump start. Exactly. Okay, all right, all right. Metaphor. So why don't we put you on hold and call him, mm-hmm. in, just we got to play a song first, cool? Good to go, let's do it. So if you've missed everything with Charlotte, Charlotte has infectious energy. She meets this guy named Liam, and it's not necessarily a ghost, but this is a guy Charlotte gave her number to, but he hasn't used it yet. Do I have that right, Charlotte? That is right. And where did you meet? we met at a work retreat oh cool that's always fun yeah and you know what sometimes yes. was, you got that like first off it's a little bit like you're away from home and that's fun and number two mm-hmm. you, have, you have like the, your 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 job in common i think that's cool
4: yes yes i mean he works at a different office like i said but yeah. you know during the retreat we just talked and talked and talked we were just i mean we were together the whole time it was awesome earlier this week we had a love story and i wonder if this is sprinklings we, of another we're we going story? two
2: for two here okay so you know what let's give liam a call you ready to go Let's go. Let's go. Hello? Hi, is this Liam?
3: Hey, yeah.
2: Uh, who's this? Liam, it's Adam Wild and Jax from 99.9 Nine Virgin Radio. Good morning.
3: <laughs> hey, guys. What's going on? Hi.
2: What's what's new with you?
3: Uh,
2: uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, not much. What, what, uh, what What's going on with you guys? <laughs> um, we're actually just calling about... I don't know if we... Qua- we can't classify it as a ghosting, but we understand... That there's a phone number that you were given at a work retreat and you have not used it yet and I guess we're being super nosing we want to know why phone number
3: huh um,
2: uh, <laughs> who whose phone number is it? Charlotte. Charlotte. Uh, I'm sorry Charlotte? That would be Charlotte. Charlotte Charlotte from work? The work retreat yes. Oh Charlotte
3: yeah uh, well I didn't go through.
2: Okay Uh,
0: He 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 doesn't even know who she is when these people call her call him and put him on the spot She's all we had a connection. I you know, it's gonna go somewhere They call this guy out of the blue and he's like, I don't even recognize the name, right? Like you see the disconnect with her reality versus this guy's but it gets worse. You called
3: her though I didn't call her. Um, well, I didn't call her because I have a girlfriend um Charlotte knows that I have girlfriends. I mean, did she ask you to call me? I, is that how you got this number? Uh... Hey, Liam. It's me. Charlotte.
4: Hi. <laughs> Liam, let's just stop playing games, okay? We had a real connection in Muskoka, and I felt it. We talked all night Saturday. You can't tell me there wasn't anything there.
3: Ooh. Hey, Charlotte, look. I, th- I thought that we already talked about this. I've got a girlfriend. I have a girlfriend. You know this. I, I think you're great. But i'm committed to annie
4: oh annie you know what speaking (laughs) of annie mm -hmm, you told me about annie and all the issues you were having with her and it really didn't sound like you were that committed at that point liam
0: are you are you listening to the way that she's speaking to him now right disparaging you know using that condescending tone
3: honestly (laughs) charlotte that is not what i told you i was confiding about trying to be a better partner for annie and i'm sorry if you took it any other way Really?
4: <laughs> you could have pulled me, but you know, listen, Liam, I know what I felt in the lodge that night, and I know, I am sure that you felt it too. I saw it in your eyes. I look, I get that you have us girlfriends, but you know, people come into your life for different oh, reasons.
2: Okay. All right. All right. Listen, Charlotte, <laughs> um, it, you, you can have a good conversation with somebody uh, and, and it not go anywhere.
4: Yeah, but you didn't see how he was looking at me. I mean, you're right, the I moment
2: didn't. I met him. But I'm, mean, I am hearing I... how he's talking to you now.
4: Yeah, but he, it's, you didn't see him then. I mean, right? But the then... moment I met him, I knew he was supposed to be in my life. I mean, what? we don't have to jump into anything just yet, Liam. I get that. He doesn't feel the, the same way. And everything, but what? Liam,
2: Liam, do you feel the same way? Do you feel like, first off, do you feel like you have misled Charlotte here? Because I can understand if, you, from Charlotte's perspective, if she felt one way and you left yeah, her feeling yeah. that way, and you've now changed your mind, you're welcome to do that. But you should give her the heads up.
3: No, I'm sorry. Uh, Annie is my girlfriend, and that is not going to change. So I don't have anything to admit. And again, I, I'm really sorry if you took it any other way, Charlotte. But I'm, I'm wow. not, there's there's nothing changing in my oh. relationship. Okay. Way wow. okay. to
4: lead me on, Charlotte? Liam. Way okay. to lead me on. Go complain about your girlfriend and all the problems you're having with her. Anyway. <laughs> I'm Sorry, does that make you feel good about yourself? Okay.
2: Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. So so yeah. here's here's what we're not gonna do We're not gonna get into the mudslinging here Um, I think I think it's probably best that we both go our separate ways here. We whatever would when all parties agree Yeah, i'm gonna go now. Okay, you go You go. <laughs> Charlotte,
0: Charlotte. Thanks for
4: nothing that was a major waste of my time Liam. He's just not the one darling <laughs> but...
0: Thanks for nothing that was a major waste of my time liam like dudes at a work retreat and She's calling a radio station to put a guy on the spot that's in a relationship to try to remove him from her so he can get in on some of that. Like, that's a level of crazy, fellas. You know, pay attention to that. That's, that's. I mean, he should have given her the wrong number to begin with. (laughs) That would have solved the problem. They could have never called him in on the radio show. Exactly. Just to get her off his back, but that's a psychopath right there. Absolutely. Um, i'm going to um again guys a link to call in if you want to talk about this uh share any insight any personal experience with uh what's been going on with the herd depth trial uh i'm going to run a quick um ad uh just an ad insert here to pay some bills takes two minutes and change so just stick around for that and we'll be right back this episode is brought to you by the unplugged alpha supplement line grondike soap company and chad's face scrub brothers if you're like me and you take what you put in your body seriously you'll want to use the Unplugged Alpha supplement line. An obsession with absorption is what sets this line apart from the others. You want to make sure you absorb as much of the supplements as possible so you don't end up peeing out expensive urine. My supplement line is made in the United States from the highest quality domestic ingredients and unlike cheap supplements from China and plastic bottles, mine ship in dark glass bottles to keep your supplements fresher, longer, and won't seep endocrine-disrupting plastics into your supplements. Nothing is a hard tablet everything is an easily digested bioavailable capsule. You can filter all products by their various categories including testosterone support, estrogen metabolism, fat burning, immune health, sleep support, and performance. Visit theunpluggedalpha.com forward slash shop and use the subscribe and save option to get 10% off your supplement orders or just use coupon code ALPHA10 for 10% off a one-time order to try it out. Men, I use tactical soap and God of War beard oil every day. Tactical soap is a handmade product made in the United States from ingredients you can actually pronounce, not conventional endocrine lowering toiletry chemicals. Both the soap and beard oils are infused with bioidentical pheromones that are designed by a clinical psychologist and pheromone expert to maximize attractiveness to the opposite sex. Visit coopersoap.com and get 10% off your order today. Gentlemen, my go-to face scrub to keep this manly face clean and clear is Chad's. Again, it's incredibly important to me to only use products with all natural ingredients without nasty chemicals that disrupt male hormone levels or convert to estrogen in your body. And unlike watery scrubs that slip between your fingers, this thick face scrub with black lava sand gives you powerful results in one go. Visit getchads.com and you'll be redirected to the Amazon store you'll get 10% off when you use coupon code GETCHADS10. You can find all the links I've just mentioned pinned below in the top YouTube comment. If you wanna learn more about why I endorse these natural products to my audience, search on my YouTube channel for an episode I did with Dr. Anthony J titled, Playing to Win number 21, How Estrogenics Make You Fat, Sick and Infertile with Dr. Anthony J. Let's get on with the show. Yes, let's get on with the show. Um, what a clip, huh? love it makes makes my job so much easier just hitting a play button um moff dropped this in the chat while that was running and he said why would you ever confide in some chick about your relationship and um i'm pretty sure a guy like that was probably just having a casual conversation but she was trying to draw it out um you know this is what these 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 personality you know disorder women will do let me um let me share a personal story there There was this girl that I used to work with. um, I think I was 28 or 9 or so around the time. And uh, she was dating a friend of mine. There was some other guy in the office that she was seeing. She worked for me directly. I wanted nothing to do with her. She was always throwing herself at me, doing silly things. And, you know, we'd go out from time to time. This one time we went out for lunch. There was supposed to be a bunch of us going. They ended up not coming. I'm not sure if she pushed them out of the way just to have the one-on-one time. But we're sitting there eating the food. And she goes... So I'm going to have a baby. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know you were pregnant. Congratulations, right? She goes, no, I'm not pregnant. I'm like, so what's the plan? You know, how is this going to happen? And she looks directly at me and she goes, I'm looking at it. Looking at me. (laughs)
1: Oh, boy.
0: And she's like, you know, why not? Like, you're funny. You're good looking. You're tall. You know, lists all the reasons. I'm like, it's not happening. Like, guys, (laughs) like women they are out there. Okay, they're out there. And it's incumbent upon you to identify crazy and move away from it as quickly as possible. Put your distance between it. Don't don't fall for any of the nonsense They're They're out there in life, fellas, you know, they're out there in life. Um, let me just see what we've got here. Sorry, go ahead, Jonathan,
1: I just want to give you a couple of things you might hear to tip you off that you're dealing with someone who's a little bit crazy, and definitely a covert narc. If anyone says you're amazing, I can't believe you're single. Yeah. Uh, where have you been all my life? Yep. Yeah. Big big red flag. You have such great ideas. Why don't you run for president? Or why don't you, uh, you know, go patent that idea? That's such a great idea. Uh, I love how you and you can fill in the blank. I love how you this. I love how you that. You're so great. Can you help me with this? You'll see narcs are like damsels in distress, female covert narcs. Uh, the one that I dated a while ago, you know, a lot of legal problems. So, of course, hey, I got this, I got that. There's a mess. Uh, you're so much better at that than I am. Oh, my gosh. I love root beer and old movies, too. If somebody comes to you and you like, I don't know, scotch and... Uh, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs, and she becomes a connoisseur on scotch and the Leafs, that's a red flag. That's a mm-hmm. red flag. Uh, you might not think it, and you might say, oh man, she's too good to be true. She is too good to be true. Um, Will you be my new best friend? I've never fallen for somebody so quickly. And then she says, I love you, uh, like in the first week, or it's just in, improper red flags. You're going to get...
0: I felt it too, Jonathan. I felt yeah. it too. After yeah. after a few hours of hanging out at a work retreat, right? Right, right. That's yeah. this
1: lady on that call. Yeah. So go uh, ahead. I, I just wanted to jump in on that.
0: Yeah, those are all great. Uh, just Let me just catch up on these super chats. Well, uh, Amber lunge at Johnny if he wins. Um, your book has helped me develop as a man after losing 70 pounds through jujitsu has never given me hope in some really low times Thank you, brother guys If you haven't got my book, uh, the unplugged alpha as a podcast is title is available on amazon Uh in print kindle and audible and yeah, jonathan was one of the first guys <laughs> to grab a copy and leave a review and uh, You'll see his uh, comments there on amazon if you look at the reviews Um, yeah, so thanks for that um there's a few more here. I just want to make Glenn said uh, standards and boundaries are a must before entering any relationship hundred percent. And if she keeps pushing through them, like bust out her nail polish in your car, when you say you don't allow it, you, you know, you don't let her keep pushing past that bottom line. It's, it's, it's called a bottom line for a reason, right? Somebody crosses it. There's consequences, right? Yeah. Um, just
1: common courtesy. Yeah. But be that outrageous.
0: Uh, M.A. says, Rich, this trial is getting hyped to distract men from the financial collapse coming our way. Don't let them distract you. Um, I'll be talking about some of that stuff in some uh, Playing to Win podcasts uh, coming up soon. So don't so don't worry. We'll we'll be covering that. Um, I think, oh, there's one more there. Uh, Osama says, Jonathan Noble, talent level is top. Salut. Thank you. Um, Thank you. If you want to find Jonathan again, his uh, YouTube channel is tagged in the title. Um, or, um, where's the best place for people to contact you? Twitter or, uh, I don't log on very often. Uh, I have Twitter,
1: JCN law, Instagram account, JCN law. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of like random DMS. Uh, you could put, you could go on my uh, YouTube channel, look at any of the show notes. of my email address is on there. Mm-hmm. If you want to reach out for a consult or, uh, so that's really the best way you could drop me an email leave a comment uh on one of my videos or uh that's really the best way or you could just google me yeah. uh and i have uh, a website and stuff you can
0: you can guys like so jonathan much. don't have time for hey i have a quick question if if you have a question then schedule a call with him and you know pay for his time because he's an expert so you know reward him in that sense um tom Tom Latum says, uh, if you have a good family, everyone will recognize the narcissist except the person in the relationship, seen it twice with cousins. 100%. And unfortunately, more often than not, right. the the target of the narcissist generally doesn't listen to the family until chaos is, um, you know, invited into their life. And it's generally too, too, too late. But I mean, all you can do is warn them and say, hey, look, you know, I told you about this months before the wedding. I told you about this when this incident happened at the... Family event at the chalet and you didn't want to hear it then so At least say your piece if they want to hear it good if they don't and they want to look the other way Then you've done your job. I mean, you know Unless it's like uh, critical and you really need to intervene, um, you know, say your piece and that's it Um, I got a call in here from uh, Tony. Let's see what Tony's got. Tony or Tawny? What do you got for us? Hello Uh,
5: Hello Hello, Rich. Uh, should you? I keep my? I'm good. Should I keep my camera on or for the matter?
0: It's up to you. You just turned it on, so you might as well leave it on.
5: Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, just a quick question. Um, I'm about to uh, in the core, um, and I'm trying to figure out whether I should settle with my Amber if she asks for money. Um, the background is it's not in US. The marriage is outside of US, and. Um, and if she asks for like, hey, you have to give me that much in order to. What divorce. do you mean by
0: uh, a amber woman?
5: Uh, amber woman, like I mean, a similar situation as an amber that. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean so Johnny you're with a... amber.
0: Okay, so you're saying that you're dealing with a narcissist woman. Yep. Yep. Okay, and sh- and she's asking for more than what she's entitled to.
5: Uh, she. I don't know what she's gonna do during the court, but uh, just in case, like she say, hey, like you have to pay me that much in order to for me to get divorced with you and should i just take it or well no man I... she doesn't
0: get to decide what you know you have to pay her that's what that's what family laws for but if you want legal advice have you hired a lawyer where you live like where do you live
5: yeah i'm uh in like a southeast of asia
0: okay so, so have you like hired it's... a lawyer in in, yeah. in the country you're in yes. and asked them for advice
5: yeah yeah like uh, basically like uh we all have lawyer and we are about to like go to the court um, and I paid her lawyer and everything and right now it's just like because you know, like like the, this kind of women I didn't push too much to ask for to sign something like before to go to court to say hey We got great this so basically, I'm not quite sure what she's gonna do during the court but uh, um, I assume like if she's probably gonna just sign it, but if she asked for like hey You have to pay me that much in order for me to agree to divorce with you um, I would just Debating like whether I should just give in or I should just fight, because um, I don't know how narcissistic narcissistic gonna behave in such a way. Jonathan, you know?
0: what's your experience with that? He's basically yeah. asking if you should take take whatever it is that she's demanding right now or wait for it to deal with lawyers and a, a judge.
1: Yeah, the your question creates even more questions. Like based on what your net worth is and what she's asking for, and don't tell me. Because somebody's going to need to really do that analysis. Because if you're worth a lot and she's asking for 10%, let's say, of uh, mm-hmm. what that is, maybe it's worth it just to get rid of her and you're making out great. But if you're not in that position and she's asking for 90% of what you have, well, that's another story. So you've got to run this by a lawyer in your jurisdiction who can really take a look at everything, the big picture and decide, yeah, it's worth getting rid of her if that's her demand. I don't know how much she knows about what you have uh, or what discovery's been done or any of that stuff. There's also not what she's
0: worth. Yeah, there's also questions about whether or not that's gonna be binding because, I mean, you might, you might give her something that may not be binding in the long term and she could take you to court anyway, right?
1: Yeah, well, unless it's properly drafted and executed and incorporated into the divorce decree. But I don't know the, even the country he's in. So somebody local will be able to give you the best guidance. Yeah. You'll give them an overview. They'll have a 10,000-foot view of assets, debts, how long the marriage is, what you stand to lose if you drag this out. And uh, they'll say, yeah, take it or not. But it's, not, it's a great question for your lawyer.
5: Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. I say thank, thank you, Jamison. Yeah, because we don't have kids. We don't have common asset, everything. We're married long distance. So, like, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I would how ask long, my lawyer. And, how long were you married for? Yeah. Uh, about, like, two and a half years.
0: You shouldn't but have to give her distance. much, if anything.
5: Yeah, I, I think the same way. Yeah, figure it um, out with your lawyer, though. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, Rich. but All
0: right um we don't have a lot of people uh calling in tonight on this one i guess they wanted to just sort of uh hear the depth heard uh summary from from you so um i think we can wrap it up on that note moff are you doing your companion show after this on stereo i'm assuming so um you want to go to an app uh on stereo you can get it from uh, ios or from android and just search for moff m-o-f-f he's going to be on with uh, jaron you have any closing thoughts on this one um You know, again, I know you've warned guys that, you know, like this can happen to you too. So don't think because you're not Johnny Depp that it can't. But did you have anything else for folks? I think uh, if
1: you're a guy watching this, if you can can just control your libido, all right, and be pragmatic, you're halfway home, all right, and make good decisions, easier said than done. But let this be a lesson, you know, wise men learn from the mistakes of others, right? (laughs) And this is if you if they televised every divorce or, you know, a family court case on TV, probably nobody would ever get married. You don't get to see it because you don't take the time and uh, maybe you don't have access to a courthouse near you. Let this be a lesson. You know, the the amber herds of the world are everywhere and they operate with, uh, you know, the same motives. Dangerous. You don't want to you don't want that in your life.
0: Yeah, guys, be careful. Um, like, I know that a lot of these uh, women with these disorders love bomb, and, you know, you typically end up in a scenario where you're like, oh, she, you know, this one finally gets me. She actually likes me for who I am. Um, that's the that's play up to the crazy that's coming later on down the path, and they're generally... You know, crazy in the head, crazy in the bed. Um, don't don't fall for it. You know, if you have options, if you're dating other women, um, you're going to be able to compare and contrast. And just just don't fall for the stupid shit. I mean, you're going to have to get good at something like this. It's a skill that you will need to learn as a, a man. Uh, Jr says, having experienced two narcissistic women, they are the hardest to get rid of. Uh, pays to see the red flag. They are hard to get rid of. It's 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 very true. Like um, they will they will meet your 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 wildest crazy demands, sexual fantasies, you name it, you know, just to try to keep you around so that um, you don't abandon them. Like, one of the common issues, and red flag number one is discussed in this chapter, again, which is in the ticker below, daddy issues. Uh, fear of abandonment and daddy issues are closely correlated. I don't know what Herd's you know, relationship was like with her father. Um, no idea. I didn't see anything on that. But um, you know, women that have abandonment issues don't like to be dumped. They're the ones that'll call you 30, 40, 50 times, blow up your phone. They'll come over to your house at three o'clock on a work night to to do everything that you know you've ever desired in the bedroom and more. Um, that time, you know, just to keep you around. So be careful, guys. You know, keep your wits about you. Jonathan, I want to thank you for joining me. Again, My if pleasure. you to find him, uh, he is linked in the title of the video. There is in the top pinned comment, there's going to be a bunch of links to useful things like my book, my community, coaching if you need one-on-one, requesting videos, all that stuff is there. But again, if you want to go uh, catch the live companion show, go check out Moff and Jaron on stereo. We'll see you guys uh, next Monday on the next live broadcast.